This is Coriel Kramer, communicator for animals. Would you like to deepen the relationship with your animal? Would you like to learn new ways of how to interact with them? Talk to them. Touch them. Get to know them on a level unlike anything you've experienced before? Then join me as we explore the Animal Prince. And welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Kevin McDonald, and we've got, uh, I've got to do this one thing real quick. And, um, okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> don't have to do that one thing after all. So here we are. <laughs> I think I screwed up, but uh, did you, did you see the opening? Did I see it? Yes, you heard uh, it. No, I did not see it. That's because I screwed up. Well, but that's all right. Uh, we have Coriel Kramer here, and she is the one who talketh with the animaleth. Who is just <laughs> she is just extraordinary in what she, in what she does, and uh, and we are in the middle. This is uh, four of five uh, mm -hmm. talking about animal blueprints. Yep. Tell everybody that has not listened to one, two, or three yet, because they will go back and do that. What do we mean by animal blueprints? Well, first off, Kevin, can I ask you, is there any way to um, raise up your volume a little bit? Because unless it's my... You mean like, you mean like that? Like that? Yeah. No? That's, that's better. Okay. You sound a little muffled. Sorry. I want everybody to hear your beautiful voice. Well, so. exactly. And and I want to, I want to be heard. So, so, so that's good. Let's let... Okay. So the blueprints. The blueprints are ways that I've discovered that you can interact with your animal by talking with them in a certain way, by petting them in a certain way, by playing with them in a certain way, by just interacting with them and understanding them on a much deeper level. It's kind of like talking to their personalities. It's, it's as opposed to just talking to your animal, which is great. It's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Um, it goes deeper. When you, when somebody is talking to you and they're talking to your personality, where you feel like they really understand you, where they're getting you, where they, where they hear you, where they, they, they talk to you, they touch you, they, they interact with you and you interact with them. It's a much deeper relationship. What I've done is I taken that kind of information and I've twisted it around a little bit and I've used them to help my clients not only work with themselves sexually and their sexuality and their personality, but I applied this by twisting it a little bit and applying it to an animal's personality and your relationship with them. Now, there was a time, there was a moment in time, because you went away for seven months, but when you were on your way back, there was a moment in time when you had a bit of an epiphany because originally it wasn't, it was more about the erotic blueprints. And by the way, you can also go and look at those back at the podcast and past podcast, but there was also a um, epiphany you had about how it's talk to us about what on your way back from that, what did you come up with? Where did that come from? 
I was, it, it started sprouting. It sprouted about a little over a year ago. I went to an event in Colorado before COVID. So I was in a room, not like, like a Zoom room, an actual living place. <laughs> um, and I learned about this uh, eroticism uh, this erotic techniques uh, called the uh, erotic blueprints. And I, they blew my mind. I had a transformative time when I was there. I learned a lot about myself. I also started coming a little bit more out of the closet, of uh, the kinky closet, because I was very kinky. I still am, but we'll go into that later. Or you can just watch the kinky episode. <laughs> It'll talk to you about everything. Um, but I had, when I was coming back, I said, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do for people. This is the work I want to do for people, as well as also tapping them into their intuition so that I can help them really bypass the cerebral of shame and guilt and, you know, why am I like this? And just go and hone in their intuition to apply it to their sexuality. So that's what I do with people. But I said, what am I going to do with the animals? That's transforming what I do with people. What am I going to do for the animals? And I said, I was driving and I just gotten through the Colorado. It's another word. Forget, I forgot it. I just got through the pass between Colorado and New Mexico. And I was coming into New Mexico. And it was like, as, the, as New Mexico opened up in front of me, um, my mind opened up and I got an inkling of what I was gonna do with the blueprints. And as I got into more and more into my certification with the erotic blueprints, it became more and more clear what I was gonna do with the animals and how this was going to, I mean, it blew my mind. I had to pull over when I got out of the past and I had that epiphany. It just rocked my entire foundation in a good way so much that I actually, I was shaking so bad with excitement that I had to pull over for a good half an hour because I was so blown away with the possibility of how this was gonna transform animal communication, how it was gonna transform the lives of people through transforming the lives of their animals. And um, then as I got more and more into the certification, I learned more about, more about the erotic blueprints, I saw where I could apply this to people and animals. And it just, the way that it is, is that when you, I learned about different touches, uh, different words, different phrases, and I started applying it to my own animals and my relationship with them got way better. I thought it was good before, but when I got to understand my, uh, my animals, especially it applied to my orange, my orange ginger tau because he is absolutely a direct and demanding one with a sprinkle of the rule breaker. So, and I'll go more into that, but it can be very challenging <laughs> to have this kind of animal personality in your life because we talked about the direct and demanding one. Today, we're gonna to talk about the rule breaker. It can, they push your envelope, they push your buttons, they know how to push you and they can be very demanding, <laughs> uncompromising, uh, very forward, direct, no apologies, you know, um, they're in your face, you know, a lot. 
Um, and so as, as the certification went on, by the time I got certified in July, I had a, I, I had a huge um, uh, compendium of how, whoops, whoops, sorry, a huge compendium of, <laughs> of touches, phrases, words, um, how I was going to interact with, with people and their animals. And not only do I use it when I connect to a, a client's animal, I, I talk to them, I interact with them when I do my animal communication for their personality so they really and truly get me. They understand and I get them and they feel that. They, they understand that and they open up to me much, much deeper than they even did before. Well, you know, it's interesting because uh, you went away for seven months. The first time you were on uh, the podcast was way back in like January. And you said, you know, because I, I, I was taken with you and I thought you're a great animal communicator. You also are a great uh, psychic and you do and you can talk to people and you can help people in, in a unique way. And you said, well, I wanted to book you back on the show. And you said, well, I'm going away for a while. <laughs> I said, what, what are you going to jail? What? And you said, no, I've got this well. thing. <laughs> <laughs> It was kind of like jail, wasn't it? Uh, well, no, not in a bad way. It no. was just very demanding. It was eight, I, from December until I got certified in the beginning of July, I had dedicated eight months of my life to this. The most that I've ever dedicated to learning any kind of new modality before. And um, there were a lot of times that I was just like, it, it became, I was getting triggered. It was very challenging time-wise. It was exhausting. Um, and there were a lot of times that the only thing that I held on to was the fact that I was bringing this modality. I would think more and more about the animal blueprints. And I was like, this is incredible. This is incredible. And the work for people with their the erotic blueprints and the work for animals with the animal blueprints some days that was the only thing that kept me going because I just said, I've got to, I know this is a calling. I've got to bring this to the world. I've got to, I know this is where I'm supposed to go, but it was tiring. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was tiring. Well, and what was fun for me was that you were so excited when you got back, mm -hmm. you were, you were just ready, ready to rock and roll. And I didn't know what I was getting myself into, because the first thing you said was, well, you know, we've got this ironic, ironic. <laughs> it's, how, it's ironic. It's ironic. It's ironic. <laughs> exactly. And uh, um, we've got, I've got this thing that I'm doing and it's, it's wonderful and, and I really enjoy it. And I've learned so much, but there's more. Oh. And so we said, well, we'll start with the erotic blueprints first and then we'll move past that but what i found was in doing the erotic blueprints it has a hell of a lot more to do about our being rather than sex per se mm -hmm. it's, it's it's a whole it's a whole gamut of things and then when you opened up and talked about the animals and how we deal with our animals because we don't know when it's it's a crapshoot when we go pick up an eight eight week old kitty or an eight eight week old dog we don't know unless you know what to look for what right. kind of animal you're going to get and and how that animal is going to mesh with you in addition to that we don't e even know who we necessarily are 
right. and what kind of animal that we want to have or what kind of relationship we want to have. So this becomes, for me, this becomes just a hell of a lot bigger than, than the pigeonhole one little thing, not the sex is a one little thing, but, but it's more of a, it's more, it has to do with your relationships with your other friends, with your animals, with, with everybody. And you've been really working on it and it's continuing to blossom as you continue to work, doesn't it? It does. Every single day, I am so excited about this work. It, it's bringing me more joy than uh, my previous work ever did. Because every single day, I'm learning something new. Every single day, I'm trying something with a, with a client I haven't done before. And it's thrilling me to no end when I get a text from them because they've got direct communication with me. You know, they can get me via text anytime they want. But when they're showing me movies and photographs of their animal and they're, and they're showing me texts and they're sending me texts where they're like, oh my God, Coriel, you know, this, this touch you did is, is, she's loving the touch or he's loving the touch. The words, they're responding to the words, they're responding to the phrases, they're responding to the different ways of playing with them and, 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 and interacting with them. And when that happens, I get, I, I, I can't even fully describe to you the joy it brings me because I'm learning this stuff and I'm lucky enough to have a group of clients right now who are more than willing um, and who have been more than willing to walk this journey with me, to trust me, to honor me, to, to, to really input, truly try this out and play with me with this stuff because I've never done this before. This is the first time since July. Okay. And nobody's doing this. That, no, I was going to say, nobody is doing this, but me. this is, this okay. is something that came from um, your intuition came from the other side. And I believe, and it was, it was highly intuitive of you to even come up with it because it's continuing to evolve, which is really quite fun. And I have seen you on, on YouTube videos and things openly weeping because of the response that you're getting from the work that you're doing. It really is remarkable. Yeah, it's it's transformative. It really, really is. There's a, <clears throat> what you're referring to is you're referring to the testimonial that I got from Nina, um, which you can see on my YouTube uh, page. Um, that really speaks to this work because not only am I doing, am I working with erotic blueprints, but I'm also doing stuff and, and doing dyads with my clients and their animals, where I ask the same question over and over again. First, I'll take the animal and I'll ask them something like, you know, tell me one thing you love about your person. And then I channel the information and I channel it from them and I give it back to their person. And then I do the same thing and reverse it. And I tell, tell the person over and over again, the same question, tell me one thing you want, you love about your animal. And then I'm able to channel that to their, their animal. And that interaction, that dyad, that technique, and there are other techniques that I use, absolutely. You know, it's not just the dyads, but to take one example, that's deep. When, when I can express to a person how their animal truly sees them, 
that's a beautiful thing. It's it's like nothing I've ever done before. It's so yummy. It's so mind blowing. It's so beautiful. And um, the the thing of it is, is that what people are are learning to go back to what you said before. The animal blueprints are showing people how much they their relationship and how much it it shows the people how this work can transform their animal's life and their life, absolutely. But when they see how it changes their animal's life, my clients then turn around, some of them have then turned around and said, I wanna do the erotic blueprint work. If this can change my animal's life like this, I want this for me. So the animals are turning out to be my spokespeople. They're, they're turning out to be the best spokespeople I can be, can do for this work. I could tell you until the cows come home, okay, how much it's wonderful to feed yourself, not only sexually, but personally and, and personality-wise. But if, you sh if, your animals, if your animals show you how powerful this work can, I just step back and let them talk, do the, the examples. I just, I, I don't have to do anything. Look at how it's changed your animal's life. Now let's change your life. So it's awesome. so much fun. I'm loving this so much. I'm loving this so much. <laughs> no, that, that is, that's just amazing that, that you are able to do all that. Now, I did have a question for you, though. In yeah. the, when you're doing this dyad, do you ever get the animal that says, well, you know, She's a nice lady, but this pisses me off every time she does this. Do you ever get the 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 honest animal communication as far as what they're what they are really thinking deep down? Yes, but not through the dyad. The dyad usually, I, or the those techniques I use, I usually hold off until the end when all the transformation's been done. And it's the beautiful. It's the most beautiful way to end our sessions because. Um, you've, you've already transformed, your animals already transformed. You've already, I've already deepened your relationship with them. So now it's like, okay, now that you guys are both transformed, now let's express to each other what this transformation means to you guys now. So I get all that other stuff out of the way beforehand. That's usually why people contact me. That or they just want to know more about the blueprints. They just want to, uh, the animal blueprints, and they just want to deepen their relationship with their animal. But usually, you know, sometimes there's issues going on. So we get the issues out of the way, and then we go to the next level. So tell me, tell me about, there was a big dog that you worked with that, uh, um, that was very ill. And, and then I saw a YouTube picture of it, of, of the dog working and being being playful and and up and around and stuff tell us that story so um i'm able to share this so that's with consent so that's why i'm using his his name so willem is a great dane that has been my client for i would say at least as long as i've been in new mexico so let's say for the last like five years okay he's been my client I've known his people, I know his people. Um, so Willem, his person, one of his, one of his mothers contact me and he, she said, you know, I think that Willem is getting ready to go. Um, he's not getting out of his bed. He's pooping and peeing in his bed and he can't walk without assistance. 
So I said, okay, so hang on, let me check with him. Let me contact him. So Willem was essentially my first animal blueprint client um, because I, he was the first, she was the, his mother was the first one that contacted me after I got uh, certified. So I said, well, let me contact him and find out. So I connected with Willem and I did, I did my usual thing. I'm empathic. So what that means is I do a, usually I do a health scan on an animal. I can get a sense for their body, get a sense for how their body is and if there are any problems and what we can do to fix it. It's kind of like having x-ray vision um, in my mind. It's very interesting. So, <laughs> um, so I connected with him. I did the usual. I did the body scan and I went through his body and I got some stuff and I sent light to it because I'm also an energetic healer. Um, so I sent light to it. Then I heard, um, I guess it's my intuition. Maybe it was my, my guide, um, Ariel, who's the archangel. So I, I connected and I heard the word deeper, go deeper. So I went deeper and I said, okay, I'm at the chakra level. So, oh, okay, I, I don't, didn't usually do work with chakras. Sometimes I did, but not all the time. Now it's my repertoire, it's in my repertoire. I have to do this kind of work. So I start with the body, then I go into the metaphysical with the chakras. I aligned his chakras, cleared those out, and then I heard go deeper. Now I've never gone deeper before. I usually, that's as deep as I go. I'd never been called to. So what I did was I went deeper and I found myself in my mind's eye when my eyes were closed. I found myself, I know this is gonna sound crazy, but whatever. I found myself at a level that was, the best way I could describe it is, is that I've come to realize it as the, um, the filter that filters in an animal's well-being. And when they're connected to this well filter of well-being and it's working properly, they're connected to unconditional love. It, they're connected to knowing that all is well. They're connected to their stream of well-being where, where health is and, and all this kind of stuff. So, and if you want to know more about the stream of well-being, look up Law of Attraction and go to my Animal Experience uh, Facebook page and you can look up the, the video on uh, stream of well-being. And you'll find a video about my cat, Sam. And it was, it's pretty incredible what he, what he did. Um, but so I went to this level and I realized that this filter was clogged. And the best way to describe it is it was, it just felt like it, it, it looked like shadows. Like the, there were just these shadows that were clogging this filter. So the filter wasn't able to work properly. And I was like, okay, I don't know what the hell this is, but you know, I don't question anymore. I just, <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. I don't have that much imagination. <laughs> so I don't, I don't. So I said, okay, just go with it. So tell me what to do. Um, so what I did was in a, in a very short, short thing because it took over 40 minutes to do. What I did was I cleared out the filters and it's with a technique that I've developed and I've honed over the last few months. And I was able to clear out the filters and when I, and the shadows. And when I did, what happened was, was that I got a text with a, uh, from his mom, one of his moms, um, a little while later. And there's a, a movie of him that I have. 
that of him and he couldn't walk he had this harness on so they had to lift him up with the harness in order to get him up and then he could stay but he was like shaky and he was a big dog or he is big he's a great day he's huge he's no puppy dog you know so and there's a, a movie she sent me of him running around the backyard with this other dog his other great dane dog and he's on the ground and he's getting up and he's running around and he's getting up and he's down on the ground, but not down on the ground, you know, because he can't walk down on the ground because he's like playing with the other dog. Right. And I'm like, holy crap, you know, I got something here. There's something going on here. And what I've come to realize is the shadows that are in this filter are coming from humanity because we are getting hit with a lot of shifting uh, of late, of the last, you know, really of late, but this has been building this shift of consciousness. We've been in it for the last 15 years. Okay. So this is not just happening. It's just not COVID. Okay. It's been building even with Obama. Okay. We were in the shift of consciousness with Obama too. So you can't just blame it on one person. It's, it's, it's going through, we have to go through this in order to get out the other side and to release and shuck all this crap that we've been doing over the last few years. This is a shift for humanity. We need to step up, we need to expand, we need to grow and we need to shift. And shift happens, it just does. And with any kind of shift, just like when you're panning for gold, you can't just hold a pan, you know, put the, with the sand, and hope that the sand runs out and you find the gold. You have to shift in order to find the gold. And right now we're finding our gold. I know it doesn't feel that way sometimes, but I promise you it is. And what's happening is, is that because humanity is shifting so much, our animals are feeling it and they get hit and they get hit and they get hit. And usually they can pass through and it's not a big deal. But what's happening is, is that because it's over and over and over again, they're getting stuck in this negative behavior old pattern or this negative vibrational pattern, if that makes any sense. So what I'm doing is I'm clearing out the, the screen, so to speak, their screen level. And that allows them, in, in this case, this, this how old, how old uh, a Great Dane is this? Or- I believe, and I might be wrong, but I believe William is t- Willem is ten. So, so that's he, that's that's pretty good for a ten. That's old for a Great Dane, right? But at the same time, that you were able to clear that out, and I saw that film of that of the dog running around, and and it was running around like a a normal five year old. I'm gonna get to play with you kind of guy, and uh, he, it was it was pretty remarkable. Yeah, he he was keeping up with his his brother Wyatt, who is the brindle in the film, and Wyatt uh, Willem is the black and white spotted um, Great Dane, and and Wyatt is the brindle, and Wyatt is about two or three years old, and he was keeping up with Wyatt. Yeah, he was. And he's still doing better. I just checked in with his mom, one of his moms, the other day, and he's a little shaky with with uh standing but he is better he's not pooping or peeing in his bed he's able to get up on his own so he's still going strong and this this is july that i sent him the healing how does all this make you feel uh it makes me feel 
like I get up, I, I swear to you, okay? It makes me feel giddy. I get up in the morning and I'm like singing. I sing to my cast now. I'm doing my little happy morning dance. It's morning with the morning go to bring. I don't know. I'm happy as hell. It, it's, it's, I can't believe how, how good I feel. And, and it's all through making other people and their animals feel good. And it's, it's exciting. I loved what I did before, but it felt like I was wearing, I, it felt like I was doing the same thing over and over again. I was hustling for the single sessions and the single sessions were good, but I felt like I was a, I wasn't able to really, I mean, I had to try to get and do what I do in 30 minutes to an hour. And I, it was, I mean, I was hoping, I was crossing my fingers, please let this work, please let this work. And a lot of the times I had a really good track record, but now I work with my clients over week packages. I do not do single sessions. I will not do single sessions because I am not going to put myself in a box for anybody. And you can't put this in a box anymore. What I do for you and your animal has to be done consecutive over consecutive weeks because it's, I'm not going to put what I do now and compartmentalize it into a tiny little box and a tiny little session. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to your animal and it's not fair to me. So I'm not going to do that anymore. So I work with people over time. That's the best way I can describe it because each week is something different. One week, we, we find out what your animal's blueprint is. We find out the issues that your animal has. We, I do a magic wand um, uh, thing where wish list where I wave, I have a magic wand and I wave it. I say, if there is anything you can do, anything that I could do by the end of your sessions, Tell me what it was, anything. And people say, I want to have the better relationship with my animal. I want him to stop doing this. I want him to stop doing that. I want him to do this. I want him to do that. I want her to be happy. And I write all that stuff down. And then at the end of our sessions, I go back to that list and I check them off with you. Did we do this? Have we achieved this? Yes. Great. Check. Did we do this? And the, the almost all the lists are complete and filled up, if not 100%, maybe 95% filled. So we've achieved a lot. What does it make me feel like? It makes me feel like I loved what I did before, but it felt like I was, it, it just felt like it wasn't enough. It, it felt like I was just limiting myself. And now I feel limitless. I'm coming up, I'm downloading more things every single day where I've, uh, I'm able to use more and more techniques to help you and your animal. I just downloaded last a couple of weeks ago. Uh, actually, it was eight days ago. It was December 1st. I had a massive download where I, for four to five, four and a half hours, I can't remember, it started at three o'clock in the morning, but in <laughs> Until three o'clock in the morning, until about eight o'clock in the morning, I was downloading stuff, making recordings and, and downloading all these touches that now I've incorporated that, again, I can promise you nobody does before. 
nobody does. And it goes beyond the animal blueprints. These are touches specifically for the chakras mm. where I'm seeing instantaneous healing of behavior and of illness, instantaneous. If not instantaneous, within days. So it's like, it's, and this is another toolkit, another tool that I'm putting in my toolkit that I'm, I'm using for people. I am so excited about my life now and what I can bring to this world. It's beyond anything I could ever imagine. That's why I asked you that question, because I know that that was the response that I was going to get. But I'll tell you, the interesting thing is it's one of the mantras that I have now, which is you made it when you were doing this before yeah. and you were doing well, single sessions and you were hustling and you were and trying to make it all work. It was hard. It was difficult. And um, now it's easy. And that is the paradigm shift. It's now easy. You're, you're getting the downloads. Uh, you're accepting the downloads. Everything, everything is easy and joyous. That's how. That's a. That's a space that we were meant to live in. Mm. Is to be. Mm -hmm. Is to be joyous and to have a great time. I like. Like I, I told you before, I, I've been doing this for since 2003. But when I was doing it in 2003, I was paying $200 an hour, 10 hours a week, to do the show. Mm. I was paying $2,000 a week to do, to do oh. positive talk. And wow. even though I loved doing it, it was hard. Yeah. It was difficult. I couldn't sell enough advertising. I couldn't yeah. make it work. And so I had to give it up, but I didn't give it up forever because now I can do this and it's easy and I can run into people like you and I can, I can attach my wagon to your bustle and, <laughs> and, and you can carry me right along there, sister. Because this is this is what is remarkable about about you is that I've seen a huge change in you from the first time I met you till now, and it continues. And you just love people, and you love animals, and you love taking care of folks. And uh, I highly recommend. First of all, go to CorielKramer.com, uh, and you can get a lot of information about her and what she does. And you can follow along with this while you're. Uh, looking at her website and, and stuff. So just minimize the screen and we'll go in the corner and be nice over there. And then you can look at her website and then you can call her because uh, she can set up a, uh, um, you call it an intake appointment uh, to see if you, if you can work with them. And if, if, if the, if the style is right and it all works and stuff. So, yeah. but today we're talking about the rule breaker. Mm. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about <laughs> rule breaker and, and where did that come from? The rule breaker is the animal blueprints um, opposite of the kinky erotic blueprint. And I didn't want to call, nobody wants to call their animal kinky. It's a little <laughs> weird, you know? So it's like, and that's what I was saying when I first got, when I first got this epiphany, I was like, how the hell am I going to make erotic blueprints into the animals? People are going to like, they're going to think I'm like into bestiality or some kind of weird stuff, you know? It's like, it, it took me a bit, but then finally I was able to find my flow, you know, thank God. So I, I switched up. Um, a couple of the blueprints and I might even go 
to the next level and switch up like the sensual the energetic i'll keep because that's pretty cool but the sensual i might play around with it there's something in the back of my mind that keeps coming up but uh, you know hasn't really formed yet so the rule breaker the rule breaker is an animal that usually people will associate with an animal that doesn't quite act like they normally would associate with that animal. So for example, you know, a dog that acts like a cat, a cat that acts like a dog, they, they're constantly redefining themselves. They, they like to redefine themselves a little bit. They like to break the rules. They don't like to follow the rules. They like their uniqueness. You know, a bird that acts like a duck. I don't know. You know, it's all over the place. It's whatever, whatever. Um, they're, they're, they're not, they don't like to, they don't like to be conformed. They don't like to be, um, they don't follow the rules. Now, I'm not saying they can't be trained, okay? But you also have to understand the way they think. So you might want to train your rule breaker dog as you would somebody who's like a little bit, you know, use a little bit different training. They might not conform to the typical training, sit, roll over, stay, you know, go, you know, stuff like that there. You might want to train them to do something a little bit, you know, off the chain, off the hook, maybe teach them to dance. I know it sounds crazy, but I'm just saying, go with it go with it. You know, experiment, push the boundaries of your mind with this animal because they're not the, 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 they, they're the square peg for the round hole. Okay. So they're different. And what you have to do for a rule breaker animal is if you got a square peg and you want to fit it into a round hole, you're going to have to shave that sucker down a little bit in order to get to fit. So they're, they're, they, think out the, they think outside the box and you should think outside the box when you deal with them. So think outside the box when you touch them. For example, I have a client who has a rule breaker parrot. She's a African gray. Her name is Tulip, okay? What I got was Tulip doesn't really respond to hand touches. She does, but not really. But you gotta, you know, do it a little different. Scratch her on the top of the head. You know, don't pet her on the back. She's not too much into that. But what I got for her person was I got, all of a sudden, I said, hmm, touches for tulip. Back scratcher. Get a back scratcher. I told my client to get a back scratcher. She got the bamboo back scratcher. She sent me a text after she got it that same day. And she said, tulip is loving the back scratcher. Loves it absolutely loves it goes like this and does a little dance and she's happy because it's you got to think outside the box if your hand's not doing it think of something else maybe use like a a fuzzy glove or maybe use a furry glove or maybe use a back scratcher maybe use um maybe use a comb as opposed to a brush when you're brushing them think outside the box so the rule breaker is constantly rethinking and redefining and um, uh, redetermining themselves. And they're asking you to do the same thing. They get bored real easy. So you got to constantly think about them. What do I like? They, you know, they're adventurous. They think outside the box. Like I said, they're extremely playful. They're a little bit mischievous. 
you know, mischievous. Um, they're smart as all hell. My boy, Tao, God help me. He's a direct and demanding one, yes, but he's also got a little dash of rule breaker in him. This duck, this cat has figured out how to open up, um, how to open up the, the cabinets and slam them back when he wants something. Okay. My other girl, my girl sacred could care less. She's like, I'm not into that. You know, she needs total and complete sensual with a smattering of energetic, but, um, he has figured out how he will open up the, the cabinet, let it slam back, open up the cabinet, let it slam back until I come into the, bed, the, the kitchen and give him what he wants, whether that's treats, whether it's wet food, whether it's dry food, whatever he wants, just to get him to stop. <laughs> okay. I'll do this to you at three o'clock in the morning. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And I, and he knows, okay. He's smarter. He knows. I'm telling you, he knows that I sleep with earplugs in. <laughs> okay. He's figured out they're, they're, they're very smart. Okay. They're very smart. And I've talked about this in the direct and demanding episode where he figured out, okay. He sussed out that, hmm, Coriel's not getting up. Hmm. She sleeps with the earplugs in. So let me scratch at the, the base of the bed so that it goes through the box spring, up into the mattress, through the pillow, into the earplugs, into my ear. <laughs> okay? They are, they are, I kid you not, the rule breaker is the wily coyote <laughs> of the animals' blueprints. All right. So they like drama. They like a little bit of drama. They don't, they, they, like I said, they get bored easily. Okay. It's not in a bad way. They just like to spice things up a little bit. Okay. They like to spice things up. They like excitement. They like uniqueness. So because of that, they might the, they like uniqueness. They're very into being unique. So because of that, you might have to, I would teach my, my clients how to use the words and the phrases that would speak to that animal's uniqueness. Mm. So I've got like a Wikipedia I'm getting together of words and phrases. It's huge. Um, they like to push the envelope. And because of that, I know they need patience. Now, you talked about this before, Kevin, where it's, it's the, the animal blueprints are a great way. If you are going to choose the animal, it's a great way to find the perfect animal for you. Right. If you don't like an animal that, you know, is constantly redefining themselves. And because of that, you have to redefine yourself too. Now, see, I embrace change. And even I had moments <laughs> where Tau would push my buttons where I would almost flip out because when you're at three o'clock in the morning, you're, you're not a hundred percent patient. Okay. You're like, okay, I'm getting up. I'm getting up. I'm getting up. I'm getting I don't up. To get up, but I'll get up. Damn I'm it. getting up. I'm getting up. I'm getting up. Okay. 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 So they need patience. Okay. If you don't want an animal like this, do not 
then hire me and I will show you what animals are the best for you because I'm going to cue into your blueprints too. And we'll find the best, which one's the best animal for you. But if you already have one in your life, I will show you and teach you and mentor you into how to interact with them so you can bring your relationship to a better level. Because we have no earthly idea. Really, honestly, most people have no earthly idea when they go pick up that eight-week-old eight, uh, kitty or doggy that what they're getting. And now, I wanted to ask you, because uh, if you go to some books... They'll tell you, well, this breed does this, this breed does this, this breed does that. How do the blueprints work within the structure of the 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 genetic structure of the breed? Because some breeds do different things. How does mm -hmm. it work within that? It goes together like uh, chocolate and peanut butter. <laughs> Reese's Pieces. I need some Reese's Pieces now. Um, the, it really does go together because, yes, there are some breeds. For example, okay, let's just throw it out there, the terrier. The terriers are, are they can be very high energy, okay? Um, they can be very uh, stubborn. I don't want to say stubborn. Let's say strong-willed, okay? Now, that doesn't it? But that's the terrier breed. And then if you find out that your terrier breed is maybe a shapeshifter or a rule breaker, then what I can do is I can say, okay, I can't change the terrier unless he's in a negative behavior pattern. Then yes, if he's like biting people or going after, you know, uh, kids or something else like that, there, yes, I can absolutely help with that. But I'm not going to change him. I'm not going to make a terrier okay, into uh, a labradoodle. A labradoodle is a labradoodle. I can't change a terrier into a labradoodle, okay? And I love the name labradoodle. You just like saying that word. I do. It's why I'm going to put that on one of my favorite lists, uh, my, my favorite word list, labradoodle. I love it. Anyway, I can't do that because he's not a doodle. He's a, he's a terrier. So, but so I'm respecting him. It's it's the same as for you as a human being. You are you are a certain way. That's your primary core way of being. Now, could you have uh, guilt and shame and and fear and jealousy and on top of that personality? Yes. So we clear away that, and then we leave that leaves your personality. Okay, much more healed. That's what I do with my my work with people. Much more healed, much more um, much more positive. Okay, I can't change who you are. I'm not going to change your animal. I, I wouldn't do that to them. I'm not going to change who they are at their core. I would never do that. That to me goes against what I what who I am as a human being and who I am as a communicator for animals. I would never do that. But I am going to clear away the muck. So we're going to find out if the rule breaker is acting out. So let's say Tulip, let's take Tulip as an example. So her rule breaker might be tweaked into shadows. She, so she might be biting people all the time, but that might be because she's not being, she doesn't feel like she's being seen, heard and, and, and uh, acknowledged at her core. So now we got her back scratcher. Her person can touch her all she wants. She doesn't like the hands on her because she's also part energetic and sensual. So she doesn't like the hands on her. So we do the rule. So we're feeding her. 
So what we're doing now is we're 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 feeding who she are uh, who she is at her core. We're acknowledging her boundaries because animals don't get boundaries. For some reason, we believe animals should just always be happy, fluffy, and all this kind of stuff. Bullcrap. I call bullcrap. Okay, you wouldn't do that with a person. Don't do it with an animal. Don't assume on an animal, just like you would not assume on a person. So I don't. <clears throat> I don't. You know, I don't just assume that every animal wants to be touched. Every animal wants to be talked to me. Talk to me. Every, every animal wants to express what's going on with them. I ask when I do my sessions, I ask for consent and we're going to do a session. We're going to do an episode on consent because it's a huge foundation, not only with my work with humans, but with people, but with animals too. So you always ask consent. Can I touch you? Is it okay to touch you? Is it okay to, can I do this? Can I do that? Can I pick you up? You know, um, it's about consent. They appreciate that. Uh, so if so, you, so with your animal, if you're, you go pick up the animal, it's eight weeks and, and then it, it grows up and you try and train it, you do the best you can with it, but things aren't going quite as well as you'd like because you don't really know how to train them and stuff. And that's when we would call you to step in to, <laughs> to help us understand who it is that we brought home yeah. and how we can work to get based upon what we want. Like I want a, a, a dog that likes to, likes to uh, um, cuddle. We brought home a border collie. That border collie will run all day, every day, forever, and loves his ball and stuff. The last thing he wants to do is cuddle. That's not that's not who he is. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not who he was. Mm -hmm. uh, he and and stuff. So the, the really, and within the, I, I wanted a border collie, but within the border collie world, there are border collies that actually do like to cuddle. Yeah. Um, and stuff as well as chase the ball and run and all that kind of good stuff. Mm -hmm. So when you're working with somebody and there's, and there's oh, like my son, when he was looking for his Labrador and, and there are 10 puppies in front of you, mm -hmm. how do you help me find the right one? Can't get away too much information, but <laughs> what I would do is I would first wow. find out. First of all, you can help with that. Is that right? I can. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So first of all, I find out what your blueprint is. Okay. What you like. Okay. How you like what you're looking for in an animal. And then I would maybe, you know, do several things where I would ask you to probably maybe take a picture of the animals or the, 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 that you're interested in, send them to me and I would find out which one's the right one for you. Or, and, or I would talk to that animal and find out if that animal, which animal feels like their life purpose is to be with you. You know, it's interesting that you say that because there, of, of the, uh, I think there were 10 puppies there and my son did the, did the right thing and he just sat there. Mm-hmm. Cross-legged on the, on the lawn while the dogs were running back and forth and pooping and eating and having a good time. They were they were young. They were like five weeks old, and uh, so he just sat there. And one of the dogs just came over to him and and lay down on him, mm. and was very content to be there. And so from your from your point of view, that dog said, "Oh, that's my human." 
Could be, yes. Absolutely. It could very well be. You know, it sounds like it. Um, Are dogs know. that smart? Can they do that? <laughs> You're going to yell at me now, I know. I'm not going to yell at you. It's just when you call two things, when you call an animal an it, it distances yourself from that being. So people who, it's surprising to me how many people are so enlightened and they still refer to animals as it's. And it's like, look, I would rather somebody mess up my sex and say, you know, call me a guy than call me an it. Okay. So if you mess up, you mess up. Who cares? Take a chance. You got 50-50 either way. And then the other thing is, is that when you start to think that animals are not smart, not that I said that you think that way. I, I know that you love animals, Kevin, I know. Um, but when you start to, to think that humans are here and animals are here, you're, you're really, really in a, uh, in a space where you're screwing up a big time because you're you're distancing yourself you're lessening your them and there's more, the more you see them in balance and they don't want to be higher up than us either they want to be in balance with us that's where i get all my communications that's where i get all the wisdom i learned from them i didn't do it by thinking i was better than them or they're better than me because oh they're an animal and they've got you know they're tapped in more than i am you know <laughs> so it's like either way it just see him as a as a fellow being so yes it sounds to me like your your son did the right thing but what would really be great now take that relationship that they have right now and then triple it when i bring it to the next level with the blueprints oh, think no. how much better it can be oh, that's yeah. already great okay I make it delicious. I make it outrageous. I make your relationship with your animal the best it could possibly be. I guarantee it. I said this before. I have never guaranteed my work before. Okay. I guarantee I will make your, your relationship with your animal better than it was that it ever could be. Uh, the best it could possibly be. That's what this work brings. That's you know, you keep on, the longer I do this with you, you keep on making me want to get an animal. Because I really, I do really do love them um, and stuff. But uh, you, you make me, I know, but cats and me, I, uh, well. I could get you the best cat in the world. Cat that would make you think, whoo, I can't, maybe a rule breaker cat that acts like a dog. <laughs> there you go then you get the best of both worlds we got holy crap i got a dog cat i got a cat dog i got a i got a i got a dog <laughs> whatever a cog i got a cog yeah, i got a cog man. a cat dog there you go or a deck or a deck so the the a few of the other things that the rule breaker brings to the program so um you can't now you you the rule breakers, because they're very strong worlds, you can't make them do something unless they want to do it. All right? Yeah, you can force them. But if you force them, it's going to, it's going to, then you're really going to need me. Okay? Because then they will really, they will start peeing and pooping all over the place. Okay? They will, they will, they, you cannot make them. You can 
compromise with them, which is one of the things that I love about these new touches that I've done. And I, I don't know quite what to call them. Um, so I haven't come up with a name yet, but um, the, the, when you touch an animal chakra and you, in the ways that I show you, and I'm learning different patterns and different ways of doing it and speeds and pressures and all this kind of stuff. When you do that, you compromise, you bring them into a space of being able to compromise with you. I'm able now to compromise with Tao where he's not all over the place and manic and because that's some of the shadows uh, uh, direct into manimal can be very, very manic. You know, they can want what they want, what they want it. And they get so focused on that. They will make you kookaboo. Okay. But um, I've got now I'm doing these touches with him and I've, I've realigned his chakra that, that, keeps him from being so grounded into double grounded into what he wants now he's more able to compromise with me so you can't make them do things unless they want to okay and they get bored easily so they need to be entertained all right I think now I would say and I've only talked to Tulip right now but I would say that I would not be surprised if a lot of birds are are a rule breaker because they want to be entertained, they get bored easily. So you gotta, you know, you gotta think outside the box. So with the rule breaker, you gotta get creative with how you touch them. And, uh, and they, make, they may or may not respond well to that. You have to play with it. You have to be open to it. And just because, just like there's positive stuff with every animal blueprint, there's a shadow side. So the shadow side is they can be type A animals. They can be overly dominant, overly protective, overly guarding, overly, overly of everything because they're the rule breaker. So they can be big. I mean, they could be very big personalities and they can try the patience of their people, okay? So their outside the box thinking can make them think too much. They can get overthinking, overthinking too much. And um, it can put them in a kind of like, almost like a obsessive mm -hmm. mind, obsessive with con obsessive compulsive mind thinking, or they can be um, plucking of their feathers, licking of their paws, licking of their body over, they can get into that ma mental merry-go-round. And they can be unfairly deemed a troublemaker because they're the rule breaker, but they just need understanding. If you understand them, if you get them, I promise you, they could be awesome because they're also, they're, you got it. Does he drive me crazy? Does Tyler drive me crazy sometimes? Yes, but I got to admire him. Okay. <laughs> this cat is smart. All right. He is like this, like you can see the gears turning in his head. You know, he gets, um, if it's cold, you know, not now because I'm in the sun, but um, it, when it's cold, he'll get up on top of like uh, 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 one of the trucks here of my neighbors and just sit in the sun on top of the truck, you know, it, because it's the warmest spot he can find, you know, in, in yeah, I mean, they're, they're the geniuses, Wiley Coyote, constantly super genius. <laughs> Always thinking, always planning, always trying to come up with something. Oh, Acme. They've got an Acme subscription <laughs> to the Acme, you know, warehouse. Absolutely. You so know, think out of the box and, and, uh, and, and, uh, 
more importantly than that, if you've got a troublemaking dog or if you've got a relationship though with your animal that just isn't right, that just don't feel like it's good, give Coriel a call. She can she can help you. And uh, that's uh, CorielKramer.com, correct? That's right. It's my name. You know, we have spent an hour here. It sure doesn't seem like it. It goes pretty fast. It does. That's why, that's why it tells me that this is good stuff. Good, mm-hmm. good stuff for what for what you can do for folks is it's it's pretty remarkable and uh, next time what are we gonna I, at number five yeah it's i can't believe we're at number five already jeez um so the next one is gonna be uh, the next one is gonna be the big personality this one is huge this is the shapeshifter and what they are and who they are and what they like and what you can do for them. And what does it mean when you have an animal who's a shapeshifter? Um, what does it mean? How do you interact with them? What do they do? Um, how do they act? How do they behave? What do they like? What do they don't like? What are their shadows? <gasps> I know. <laughs> you, you, you have spent hours and i can tell you've been hours and hours and hours defining each one each role uh the touches that go along with it the uh the words that you say everything and it's all blended together and then we're probably going to have to do a sixth one and that is the 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 blended of all of the five into when when do you have somebody that it's hard to control because you're not sure what they are and they're a bunch of everything and stuff like that yeah i think i think you know i really do think that there are more blueprints um and i'm open to it i think that right now it feels like uh, i'm supposed to stay with the five but i'm absolutely open to finding other ones because i think there are more i think that there are um you know there there are more personalities out there and i'm eager to find out more and that's what this work brings is that it brings so much discovery i've got my i'm keeping my va like so busy it's not even funny she's got to transcribe the new touches she's got to transcribe the blueprint touches she's got to transcribe the blueprint words she's got i mean she's busy she's going to be she's busy so and it's just going to be more and more and more. Uh, and that's what I'm so excited about. Every single day, I'm learning something new about this work. And it's blowing my mind. I thought my mind was blown with all the stuff I learned when I did the animal experience shows. I did 52 videos. I did 52 weeks of the first season. 52 videos, okay, on different subjects and then the second season was 10 and then I had to I I let it go because I was bringing in this work and it just didn't fit anymore but that work is I thought that was blowing my mind now it's like I I don't I I'm I'm just I'm at a loss for words and I'm so honored I'm so I don't I don't ask why the universe chose me. I know why the universe chose me. I'm pretty freaking awesome. I really am. Okay. But I am. I am. I am. I own my shit. I own it. Okay. I do. I know more of the humble. I don't think I, I'm just honored. I am honored. Okay. But I'm also freaking awesome. All right. So it's like, I bring something. I don't 
I, I just, I'm honored that the, the universe chose me. And I'm so excited to be the one doing it because I love change. I love transformation. I love, let's do it. Let's, let's change this world. Let me, if I need to be the spokesperson to help people connect to their animals so I can change this world, absolutely. I'm stepping up. I will, I will do it every single time because in changing their lives for their animals, I'm changing their life for them. And I'm showing them how this works this blueprint work can transform and make your life unbelievable. Nothing better than that. <laughs> and thank you for letting me be part of it. It's, it is, I, I gotta tell you, it, it, every time we do one of these, it's just, it's remarkable. It's remarkable. Thank, and and thank your heart, you for seeing it. your thank heart's you in the right place. And, and you can't say that about everybody, mm. but, but your heart is in the right place and you, you want to be a service and the work that you can do can be of service both to the animal and, but I, I, I think you understate how, not intentionally by the way, but I think you understate how important that you can be to the human side as well. I can't. I absolutely, yeah, yeah, well, we're talking about the animal blueprint, so I didn't want to put that in, but I mean, I talked about that during the erotic blueprint well, but even Yeah, but even, even in the, just the, in the work that you do with the animal blueprints, the impression that you make on the human animal that you're working with, with the animal animal is huge. Of course. Yes, absolutely. It's a relationship. Yeah. I wasn't able to focus on the relationship with your animal before, you and your animal before. I was focused on the issue whatever was going on. And now I'm focused on making your relationship better. I am a relationship coach. That's what I do. Whether that relationship is with your partner, sexual partner, your, your kids, yourself, your animals, I am a relationship coach. I will show you how to make a better relationship in your life because it is, I focus on the relationship. And because of that, it's not just the animal's fault. It's your, there's, you're, you're playing a part in this too. So I am fierce in that I do homework, which I call home play, and I expect you to do it. I give you stuff that I want you to do. You got to keep me posted because yeah, I'm psychic, but my life is busy. I don't have time to be queuing into you. You got to let me know what's going on, what's working, what's not working. And also, where are you straying or where can I bring you back to in line with with your relationship with your animal or where can i make you start to think outside the box so that you can stop doing the cookie cutter thing well it's always worked before well it's not working anymore so let's make it better let's do some stuff that's why i'm learning all this stuff this is why i'm downloading all these tools i have i have a a what, what do you call it a lock picking kit okay filled with tools that are just honing your relationship with your animal and making it better. And through that changing you too, because it is about you just like it's about them. And she does it in a New York kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I tried, you know, I used to think about, um, changing my voice and making it and making it like hello how are you 
So my name is Coriel Kramer. I'm a speaker for animals. And I do. I mean, I do it when it comes up. I'm not going to, I do it in the intro. I do, you yeah. know. Um, but also when I get excited, it goes right out the window. <laughs> it just goes right out the window. So I am. I'm I'm New York, even though I'm in the on the beach. But I'm New York. What am I gonna do? And New York people tend to be very direct and say, don't beat around the bush a whole bunch. Um, at least that's been my experience of them. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's Corey O. Kramer. My name is Kevin McDonald, and this is uh, Corey O. Kramer and uh, the erotic blueprints, followed by the animal blueprints, followed by we're going to talk about, let's see, we're going to talk with, uh, we're going to have a round table. We're going to talk with Karen again. We're going to talk with uh, about uh, um, personas, about, shadows. Oh, I personas, got yeah, and shadows. Soul piece, the soul piece paintings. Um, I love that, by the way. Yeah, I love the soul piece paintings. If you want to see about the soul pieces, go to my website. But I was thinking about you know the other things that uh, you know, and I haven't told you about this, so it's funny to do it on YouTube. But what the hell, kinky toys. Okay. Spirituality versus sexuality and sexuality, you know, uh, consent. I was, uh, um, <laughs> I made me think of you, by the way. Um, and, and I'm going oh. to say a bad word here, but they said it on Jimmy Kimmel. So uh, um, Jimmy Kimmel had uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston on. And this, uh -huh. this is on YouTube. And they showed a picture of Jennifer Aniston, and around her neck, she had a a, uh, um, a necklace, and there was a round uh, thing at the end of the necklace, and it was just like a round, uh, just just a round uh, metal thing. Uh -huh. And and Jimmy Kimmel said, uh, "Well, what is that? What kind of what kind of medallion is that?" And she said, "It's a cock ring." And <laughs> I knew it. I knew that girl was kinky. From the Friends episodes, I knew she was kinky. That's my girl. Yeah, Love so, her. so we, we, yeah, we can. We, <laughs> oh my god! We can we can talk about some of the, some of those things that we that uh, we can talk about the the toy. Well, you know, interesting about that, that that I'm learning is that a lot of, that there is a reason why there are a lot of uh, sex shops around and they haven't gone out of business because they're selling something to somebody. Yeah. You know, it's a billion dollar business. It's billions of dollars a year and it's only gotten more because of COVID. Okay. So <laughs> it can't be just the one guy and the one chick, you know, buying it. Somebody's buying it. I know I am. Okay. <laughs> I do. I know I am. I got, a vibrator connect collection. I love it. You know, I got a kinky closet. I love it. Well, you know, I got my ears. I love them. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, it can't be just me. All, all right. Because right, during that, during that episode, we'll talk about the uh, PV repairman or whatever he was that came into your bedroom. Yeah. 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 The plumber. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was hilarious. Anyway, I, you got to send me that link for Jennifer because I, I got to see that. I'm going to post that to my Facebook page. That's hilarious. All, but all it's, it's, it's a huge business. It's not just, I mean, come on, let's just be honest. It's enough keeping it in the closet and keeping it quiet and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's enough already. I got a vibrator collection. I love it. it, it it's on my wall. I, I love it. I love looking at it. It makes me laugh. It makes me smile. 
Okay. I don't care if anybody likes it or they don't like it. It makes me happy. I'm tired of keeping my shit in the closet, unless it's the kinky closet because it makes me happy, but (laughs) it does. I open up my closet and it makes me smile every single time I see the floggers and the paddles and the stuff. I'm like, this is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Not to belabor this point, but then another episode that we're going to do is on uh, consent. Which yeah. which dovetails right along with um, what we were talking about before. So yes. so it's great fun. I I'm gonna make you continue to come on this show for as long as I can keep your shiny ass here. You got it. <laughs> you can do it as long as you want to, man. I'm I'm happy to bring my shiny ass any place <laughs> you need it. It's, it's great fun. So we've been talking again with. Corio Kramer, go to her website, learn all about her, learn about the erotic blueprints, learn about the uh, animal blueprints and do contact her because she is worth it. She's, she's, she's worth talking to just to talk to. So, uh, <laughs> but she can help you and uh, she can help your animals. So with that, uh, anything else you'd like to add before we end? I just want to say thank you, Kevin. Sincerely, thank you for seeing this as an opportunity and for nurturing it and supporting what I do and supporting me and just helping me bring this to the world. So, you you know, I couldn't have done this if you weren't willing to play with me. So thank you for playing with me. I love playing with you. And by the way, um, I get the biggest kick out of uh, the response that you get from people that work with you that are so totally blown away and how it's changing their lives, their lives with their animals and their lives with their significant others and, and stuff. You, you're just a ray of sunshine. And, and I, I think we were meant to, meant to work together. That's, that's why I wouldn't let you go. I waited seven months, seven whole months for you to come back. We could do some more stuff. So this is, you know, and with, and the more we talk, the more episodes are created. Right before our very eyes. So thank you. Every Tuesday at 1.30 Pacific, 2.30 Mountain, we're going to be talking with Corey O'Kramer live. And you can actually talk to her yourself. All you got to do is call the number that I put on the screen a little earlier. And uh, you can talk to her and, and uh, we you can get a sense for, for who she is really as a person. And then you can talk to her and give her a call and, and have an intake thing and, and, and do the, uh, uh, the uh, blueprint quiz and all that. And you'd be amazed what you learn about yourself. And it may even change over time. Thank you, Coriel. Thank you. It's been great fun having you here. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.